0: Welcome back to the weekly Bible reading. This is week 40. This week we're going to read 2 Chronicles 26-36. through Let's go to God in prayer. Heavenly Father, great, powerful God, you rule the nations. We pray as we read this that we will understand that you are the God who's in control and that you will judge. But we are also thankful that you are a God of mercy, and you will fulfill your promises even though we are weak and sinful, that you can triumph, that we can choose to be on your side, even through our failures, you will cause us to be victorious. We thank you through Jesus. Amen. Second Chronicles 26 All the people of Judah took Uzziah, who was sixteen years old, and made him king in the place of his father Amaziah. He built Eloth and restored it to Judah. After that, the king slept with his fathers. Uzziah was sixteen years old when he began to reign, and he reigned fifty-two years in Jerusalem. His mother's name was Jechaliah of Jerusalem. He did that which was right in Yahweh's eyes, according to all that his father Amaziah had done. He set himself to seek God in the days of Zechariah, who had understanding in the vision of God. And as long as he sought Yahweh, God made him prosper. He went out and fought against the Philistines, and broke down the wall of Gath, the wall of Jabnah, and the wall of Ashdod. And he built cities in the country of Ashdod and among the Philistines. God helped him against the Philistines and against the Arabians, who lived in Gerbaal and in the Mayanim. The Ammonites gave tribute to Uzziah. His name spread abroad, even to the entrance of Egypt, for he grew exceedingly strong. Moreover, Aziah built towers in Jerusalem, at the corner gate, at the valley gate, and at the turning of the wall, and fortified them. He built towers in the wilderness, and dug out many cisterns, for he had much livestock, in the lowland also, and in the plain. He had farmers and vineyard keepers in the mountains and in the fruitful fields, for he loved farming. Moreover, Uzziah had an army of fighting men who went out to war by bands, according to the number of their reckoning made by Jael the scribe, and Maasiah the officer, under the hand of Hananiah, one of the king's captains. The whole number of the heads of father's households, even the mighty men of valor, was 2,600. Under their hand was an army 307,500, who made war with mighty power, to help the king against the enemy. Asiah prepared for them, even for all the army, shields, spears, helmets, coats of mail, bows, and stones for slinging. In Jerusalem he made devices, invented by skillful men, to be on the towers and on the battlements, with which to shoot arrows and great stones. His name spread far abroad, because he was marvelously helped, until he was strong. But when he was strong, his heart was lifted up, so that he did corruptly, and he trespassed against Yahweh his God for he went into Yahweh's temple to burn incense on the altar of incense. Azariah the priest went in after him, and with him eighty priests of Yahweh who were valiant men. They resisted Uzziah the king and said to him, It isn't for you, Uzziah, to burn incense to Yahweh, but for the priests, the sons of Aaron, who are consecrated to burn incense. Go out of the sanctuary, for you have trespassed. It will not be for your honor from Yahweh God. Then Uzziah was angry. He had a censer in his hand to burn incense, and while he was angry with the priests, the leprosy broke out on his forehead before the priests in Yahweh's house beside the altar of incense. Azariah the chief priest and all the priests looked at him, and behold, he was leprous in his forehead, and they thrust him out quickly from there. Yes, he himself also hurried to go out because Yahweh had struck him. Uzziah the king was a leper to the day of his death, and lived in a separate house being a leper, for he was cut off from Yahweh's house. Jotham, his son, was over the king's house, judging the people of the land. Now the rest of the acts of Isaiah, first and last, Isaiah the prophet, the son of Amos wrote, So Isaiah slept with his fathers, and they buried him with his fathers in the field of burial which belonged to the kings, for they said, He is a leper. Jotham, his son, reigned in his place. Chapter 27 Jotham was twenty-five years old when he began to reign, and he reigned sixteen years in Jerusalem. His mother's name was Jerushah, the daughter of Zadok. He did that which was right in Yahweh's eyes, according to all that his father Uzziah had done. However, he didn't enter into Yahweh's temple. The people still acted corruptly. He built the upper gate of Yahweh's house, and he built much on the wall of Ophel. Moreover, he built cities in the hill country of Judah and in the forests. He built fortresses and towers. He also fought with the king of the children of Ammon and prevailed against them. The children of Ammon gave him the same year 100 talents of silver, 10,000 cores of wheat, and 10,000 cores of barley. The children of Ammon also gave that much to him in the second year, and in the third. So Jotham became mighty, because he ordered his ways before Yahweh his God. Now the rest of the acts of Jotham, and all his wars, and his ways, behold, they are written in the book of the kings of Israel and Judah. He was 25 years old when he began to reign, and reigned 16 years in Jerusalem. Jotham slept with his fathers, and they buried him in David's city, and Ahaz his son reigned in his place. Chapter 28 Ahaz was twenty years old when he began to reign, and he reigned sixteen years in Jerusalem. He didn't do that which was right in Yahweh's eyes like David his father, but he walked in the ways of the kings of Israel, and also made molten images for the Baals. Moreover he burned incense in the valley of the son of Hinnom, and burned his children in the fire according to the abominations of the nations whom Yahweh cast out before the children of Israel. He sacrificed and burned incense in the high places, and on the hills, and under every green tree. Therefore Yahweh his God delivered him into the hand of the king of Syria. They struck him, and carried away from him a great multitude of captives, and brought them to Damascus. He was also delivered into the hand of the king of Israel, who struck him with a great slaughter. For Pekah, the son of Remaliah, killed in Judah one hundred twenty thousand in one day, all of them valiant men, because they had forsaken Yahweh, the god of their fathers. Zikri, a mighty man of Ephraim, killed Maasiah the king's son, Azrachan, the ruler of the house, and Elkanah, who was next to the king. The children of Israel carried away captive of their brothers two hundred thousand women, sons, and daughters, and also took away much plunder from them, and brought the plunder to Samaria. But a prophet of Yahweh was there, whose name was Oded. And he went out to meet the army that came to Samaria, and said to them, Behold, because Yahweh the god of your fathers was angry with Judah, he has delivered them into your hand, and you have slain them in a rage which has reached up to heaven. Now you intend to degrade the children of Judah and Jerusalem as male and female slaves for yourselves. Aren't there even with you trespasses of your own against Yahweh your god? Now hear me therefore, and send back the captives that you have taken captive from your brothers, for the fierce wrath of Yahweh is on you. Then some of the heads of the children of Ephraim, Azariah the son of Johanan, Berechiah the son of Meshillamoth, Jehezekiah the son of Shalom, and Amasa the son of Hadli, stood up against those who came from the war, and said to them, You must not bring in the captives here, for you intend that which will bring on us a trespass against Yahweh, to add to our sins and to our guilt, for our guilt is great, and there is fierce wrath against Israel. So the armed men left the captives and plunder before the princes and all the assembly. The men, who have been mentioned by name, rose up and took the captives, and with the plunder clothed all who were naked among them, dressed them, gave them sandals, and gave them something to eat and to drink, anointed them, carried all the feeble of them on donkeys, and brought them to Jericho, the city of palm trees, to their brothers.' Then they returned to Samaria. At that time, King Ahaz sent to the kings of Assyria to help him. For again, the Edomites had come and struck Judah and carried away captives. The Philistines also had invaded the cities of the low land and of the south of Judah and had taken Bethshemesh, Shemesh, Aijalon, Gedaroth, Soko with its villages, Timnah with its villages, and also Gimzo and its villages, and they lived there. For Yahweh brought Judah low because of Ahaz, king of Israel because he acted without restraint in Judah and trespassed severely against Yahweh. tiglath bil king of Assyria, came to him and gave him trouble, but didn't strengthen him. For Ahaz took away a portion of Yahweh's house, and out of the house of the king of the princes, and gave it to the king of Assyria, but it didn't help him. In the time of his distress he trespassed yet more against Yahweh, this same king Ahaz. For he sacrificed to the gods of Damascus which struck him. He said, Because the gods of the kings of Syria helped them, so I will sacrifice to them, that they may help me. But they were the ruin of him, and of all Israel. Ahaz gathered together the vessels of God's house, and cut the vessels of God's house in pieces, and shut up the doors of Yahweh's house, and he made himself altars in every corner of Jerusalem, and every city of Judah he made high places to burn incense to other gods, and provoked Yahweh the god of his fathers to anger. Now the rest of his acts and all his ways, first and last, behold, they are written in the book of the kings of Judah and Israel. Ahaz slept with his fathers, and they buried him in the city, even in Jerusalem, because they didn't bring him into the tombs of the kings of Israel. And Hezekiah his son reigned in this place. Chapter 29. Hezekiah began to reign when he was twenty-five years old, and he reigned twenty-nine years in Jerusalem. His mother's name was Abijah, the daughter of Zechariah, He did that which was right in Yahweh's eyes, according to all that David his father had done. In the first year of his reign, in the first month, he opened the doors of Yahweh's house and repaired them. He brought in the priests and the Levites and gathered them together into the wide place on the east and said to them, Listen to me, you Levites! Now sanctify yourselves and sanctify the house of Yahweh, the God of your fathers, and carry the filthiness out of the holy place." For our fathers were unfaithful, and have done that which was evil in Yahweh our God's sight, and have forsaken him, and have turned away their faces from the habitation of Yahweh, and turned their backs. Also they have shut up the doors of the porch, and put out the lamps, and have not burned incense, nor offered burnt offering in the holy place to the God of Israel. Therefore Yahweh's wrath was on Judah and Jerusalem, and he has delivered them to be tossed back and forth, to be an astonishment and a hissing, as you see with your eyes. For behold... Our fathers have fallen by the sword, and our sons and our daughters and our wives are in captivity for this. Now it is in my heart to make a covenant with Yahweh, the God of Israel, that his fierce anger may turn away from us. My sons, don't be negligent now, for Yahweh has chosen you to stand before him, to minister to him, and that you should be his ministers and burn incense. Then the Levites rose, Mahath, the son of Amasai, and Joel, the son of Azariah, of the sons of the Kohathites and of the sons of Merari, Kish, the son of Abdi, and Azariah, the son of Jehalalel, and of the Gershonites, Joah, the son of Zima, and Eden, the son of Joah, and of the sons of Elzaphan, Shimri, and Jehuel and of the sons of Asaph, Zechariah, and Mataniah, and of the sons of Heman, Jehuel, and Shimei, and of the sons of Jejathan, Shimei, and Uziel, They gathered their brothers, sanctified themselves, and went in according to the commandment of the king by Yahweh's words, to cleanse Yahweh's house. The priests went into the inner part of Yahweh's house to clean it, and brought out all the uncleanness they found in Yahweh's temple into the court of Yahweh's house. The Levites took it from there to carry it out to the brook Kidron. Now they began on the first day of the first month to sanctify, and on the eighth day of the month they came to Yahweh's porch. They sanctified Yahweh's house, in eight days, and on the sixteenth day of the first month they finished. Then they went to Hezekiah the king within the palace, and said, We have cleansed all Yahweh's house, including the altar of burnt offering with all its vessels, and the table of showbread with all its vessels. Moreover, we have prepared and sanctified all the vessels which King Ahaz threw away in his reign, when he was unfaithful. Behold, they are before Yahweh's altar. Then Hezekiah the king arose early, gathered the princes of the city, and went up to Yahweh's house. They brought seven bulls, seven rams, seven lambs, and seven male goats for a sin offering for the kingdom, for the sanctuary, and for Judah. He commanded the priests, the sons of Aaron, to offer them on Yahweh's altar. So they killed the bulls, and the priests received the blood and sprinkled it on the altar. They killed the rams and sprinkled the blood on the altar. They also killed the lambs and sprinkled the blood on the altar. They brought near the male goats for the sin offering before the king and the assembly, and they laid their hands on them. Then the priests killed them, and they made a sin offering with their blood on the altar to make atonement for all Israel. For the king commanded that the burnt offering and the sin offering should be made for all Israel. He set the Levites in Yahweh's house with cymbals, with stringed instruments, and with harps, according to the commandment of David, of Gad the king's seer, and Nathan the prophet. For the commandment was from Yahweh by his prophets. The Levites stood with David's instruments, and the priests with the trumpets. Hezekiah commanded them to offer the burnt offering on the altar. When the burnt offering began, Yahweh's song also began, along with the trumpets and instruments of David, king of Israel. All the assembly worshipped, the singers sang, and the trumpeters sounded. All this continued until the burnt offering was finished. When they had finished offering, the king and all who were present with him bowed themselves and worshipped. Moreover, Hezekiah the king and the princes commanded the Levites to sing praises to Yahweh with the words of David and of Asaph the seer. They sang praises with gladness, and they bowed their heads and worshipped. Then Hezekiah answered, Now you have consecrated yourselves to Yahweh. Come near and bring sacrifices, thank-offerings into Yahweh's house. The assembly brought in sacrifices and thank-offerings, and as many as were of a willing heart brought burnt-offerings. The number of the burnt offerings which the assembly brought was seventy bulls, one hundred rams, and two hundred lambs. All these were for a burnt offering to Yahweh. The consecrated things were six hundred head of cattle and three thousand sheep. But the priests were too few, so that they could not skin all the burnt offerings. Therefore their brothers the Levites helped them, until the work was ended, and until the priests had sanctified themselves. For the Levites were more upright in heart to sanctify themselves than the priests. Also, the burnt offerings were in abundance, with the fat of the peace offerings, and with the drink offerings for every burnt offering. So the service of Yahweh's house was set in order. Hezekiah and all the people rejoiced, because of that which God had prepared for the people. For the thing was done suddenly. Chapter thirty, Hezekiah sent to all Israel and Judah, and wrote letters also to Ephraim and Manasseh, that they should come to Yahweh's house at Jerusalem, to keep the Passover to Yahweh, the God of Israel. For the king had taken counsel with his princes and all the assembly in Jerusalem to keep the Passover in the second month, for they could not keep it at that time, because the priests had not sanctified themselves in sufficient number, and the people had not gathered themselves together to Jerusalem. The thing was right in the eyes of the king and of all the assembly. So they established a decree to make proclamation throughout all Israel, from Beersheba even to Dan, that they should come to keep the Passover to Yahweh, the God of Israel, at Jerusalem, for they had not kept it in great numbers in the way it is written. So the couriers went with the letters from the king and his princes throughout all Israel and Judah, according to the commandment of the king, saying, You children of Israel, turn again to Yahweh the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Israel, that he may return to the remnant of you that have escaped out of the hand of the kings of Assyria. Don't be like your fathers and like your brothers, who trespassed against Yahweh the God of their fathers, so that he gave them up to desolation as you see. Now don't be stiff-necked, as your fathers were, but yield yourselves to Yahweh, and enter into his sanctuary, which he has sanctified forever, and serve Yahweh your God, that his fierce anger may turn away from you. For if you turn again to Yahweh, your brothers and your children will find compassion before those who led them captive, and will come again into this land, because Yahweh your God is gracious and merciful, and will not turn away his face from you if you return to him. So the couriers passed from city to city, throughout the country of Ephraim and Manasseh, even to Zebulun. But people ridiculed them and mocked them. Nevertheless, some men of Asher, Manasseh, and Zebulun humbled themselves and came to Jerusalem. Also the hand of God came on Judah to give them one heart, to do the commandment of the king and of the princes by Yahweh's word. Many people assembled at Jerusalem to keep the Feast of Unleavened Bread in the second month month—a very great assembly. They arose and took away the altars that were in Jerusalem. They took away all the altars for incense and threw them into the brook Kidron. Then they killed the Passover on the fourteenth day of the second month. The priests and the Levites were ashamed and sanctified themselves and brought burnt offerings into Yahweh's house. They stood in their place after their order according to the law of Moses, the man of God. The priests sprinkled the blood which they received of the hand of the Levites. For there were many in the assembly who had not sanctified themselves, therefore the Levites were in charge of killing the Passovers for everyone who was not clean to sanctify them to Yahweh. For a multitude of the people, even many of Ephraim, Manasseh, Issachar, and Zebulun, had not cleansed themselves, yet they ate the Passover other than the way it is written. For Hezekiah had prayed for them, saying, May the good Yahweh pardon everyone who sets his heart to seek God, Yahweh, the God of his fathers, even if they aren't clean according to the purification of the sanctuary. Yahweh listened to Hezekiah and healed the people. The children of Israel who were present at Jerusalem kept the Feast of Unleavened Bread seven days with great gladness. The Levites and the priests praised Yahweh day by day, singing with loud instruments to Yahweh. Hezekiah spoke encouragingly to all the Levites who had good understanding in the service of Yahweh. So they ate throughout the feast for the seven days, offering sacrifices of peace offerings, and making confession to Yahweh the God of their fathers. The whole assembly took counsel to keep another seven days, and they kept another seven days with gladness. For Hezekiah, king of Judah, gave to the assembly for offerings one thousand bulls and seven thousand sheep, and the princes gave to the assembly a thousand bulls and ten thousand sheep, and a great number of priests sanctified themselves. All the assembly of Judah, with the priests and the Levites, and all the assembly who came out of Israel, and the foreigners who came out of the land of Israel, and who lived in Judah, rejoiced. So there was great joy in Jerusalem. For since the time of Solomon, the son of David, king of Israel, there was nothing like this in Jerusalem. Then the Levitical priests arose and blessed the people. Their voice was heard, and their prayer came up to his holy habitation, even to heaven. Chapter 31 now when all this was finished and all Israel who were present went out to the cities of Judah and broke the pillars Now when all this was finished all Israel who were present went out to the cities of Judah and broke the pillars in pieces cut down the asherah poles and broke down the high places and altars out of all Judah and Benjamin also in Ephraim and Manasseh until they had destroyed them all then all the children of Israel returned every man to his possession into their own cities Hezekiah appointed the divisions of the priests and the Levites after their divisions, every man according to his service, both the priests and the Levites, for burnt offerings and for peace offerings, to minister, to give thanks, and to praise in the gates of Yahweh's camp. He also appointed the king's portion of his possessions for the burnt offerings, for the morning and evening burnt offerings, and the burnt offerings for the Sabbaths, for the new moons, and for the set feasts, as it is written in Yahweh's law. Moreover, he commanded the people who lived in Jerusalem to give the portion of the priests and the Levites that they might give themselves to Yahweh's law. As soon as the commandment went out, the children of Israel gave in abundance the first fruits of grain, new wine, oil, honey, and of all the increase of the field, and they brought in the tithe of all things abundantly. The children of Israel and Judah, who lived in the cities of Judah, also brought in the tithe of cattle and sheep and the tithe of dedicated things, which were consecrated to Yahweh their God, and laid them in heaps. In the third month, they began to lay the foundation of the heaps, and finished them in the seventh month. When Hezekiah and the princes came and saw the heaps, they blessed Yahweh and his people Israel. Then Hezekiah questioned the priests and the Levites about the heaps. Azariah, the chief priest of the house of Zadok, answered him and said, Since people began to bring the offerings into Yahweh's house, we have eaten and had enough, and have plenty left over, for Yahweh has blessed his people, and that which is left over is this great store. Then Hezekiah commanded them to prepare rooms in Yahweh's house, and they prepared them. They brought in the offerings, the tithes, and the dedicated things faithfully. Conaniah the Levite was ruler over them, and Shimei his brother was second, Jehiel, Azaziah, Nahath, Asahel, Jeremoth, Josabad, Eliel, Ishmachiah, Mahath, and Benaiah were overseers under the hand of Konaniah and Shimei, his brother, by the appointment of Hezekiah the king and Azariah the ruler of God's house. Kor, the son of Imnah, the Levite, the gatekeeper at the east gate, was over the free will offerings to God to distribute Yahweh's offerings in the most holy things. Under him were Eden, Meniaman, Jeshua, Shemiah, Amariah, and Shekaniah, in the cities of the priests in their office of trust, to give to their brothers by divisions, to the great as well as to the small, in addition to those who were listed by genealogy of males from three years old and upward, even everyone who entered into Yahweh's house, as the duty of every day required, for their service in their offices according to their divisions, and those who were listed by genealogy of the priests by their fathers' houses, and the Levites from twenty years old and upward, in their offices by their divisions and those who were listed by genealogy of all their little ones, their wives, their sons, and their daughters, through all the congregation, for in their office of trust they sanctified themselves in holiness. Also for the sons of Aaron the priests, who were in the fields of the pasture lands of their cities, in every city there were men who were mentioned by name to give portions to all the males among the priests, and all who were listed by genealogy among the Levites. Hezekiah did so throughout all Judah, and he did that which was good, right, and faithful before Yahweh his God, in every work that he began in the service of God's house, in the law, in the commandments, to seek his God. He did it with all his heart, and prospered. Chapter 32 After these things, in this faithfulness, Sennacherib king of Assyria came, entered into Judah, and encamped against the fortified cities, and intended to win them for himself. When Hezekiah saw that Sennacherib had come, and that he was planning to fight against Jerusalem, he took counsel with his princes and his mighty men to stop the waters of the springs which were outside of the city, and they helped him. So many people gathered together, and they stopped all the springs and the brook that flowed through the middle of the land, saying, Why should the kings of Assyria come and find abundant water? He took courage, built up all the wall that was broken down, and raised it up to the towers, with the other wall outside, and strengthened the millow in David's city, and made weapons and shields in abundance. He set captains of war over the people, and gathered them together to him in the wide place at the gate of the city, and spoke encouragingly to them, saying, Be strong and courageous, don't be afraid or dismayed because of the king of Assyria, nor for all the multitude who is with him, for there is a greater one with us than with him. An arm of flesh is with him, but Yahweh our God is with us to help us and to fight our battles. The people rested themselves on the words of Hezekiah king of Judah. After this, Sennacherib king of Assyria sent his servants to Jerusalem. Now he was before Lachish and all his power with him. To Hezekiah king of Judah, and to all Judah who were at Jerusalem, saying, Sennacherib king of Assyria says, In whom do you trust that you remain under siege in Jerusalem? Doesn't Hezekiah persuade you to give you over to die by famine and by thirst, saying, Yahweh our God will deliver us out of the hand of the king of Assyria? Hasn't the same Hezekiah taken away his high places and his altars and commanded Judah and Jerusalem, saying, You shall worship before one altar, and you shall burn incense on it? Don't you know what I and my fathers have done to all the peoples of the lands? Were the gods of the nations of the lands in any way able to deliver their land out of my hand? Who was there among all the gods of those nations, which my fathers utterly destroyed, that could deliver his people out of my hand, that your god should be able to deliver you out of my hand? Now therefore, don't let Hezekiah deceive you, nor persuade you in this way. Don't believe him, for no god of any nation or kingdom was able to deliver his people out of my hand, and out of the hand of my fathers. How much less will your god deliver you out of my hand? His servants spoke yet more against Yahweh God and against his servant Hezekiah. He also wrote letters insulting Yahweh, the God of Israel, and speaking against him, saying, As the gods of the nations of the lands which have not delivered their people out of my hand, so shall the God of Hezekiah not deliver his people out of my hand. They called out with a loud voice in the Jews' language to the people of Jerusalem who were on the wall to frighten them and to trouble them, that they might take the city. They spoke of the God of Jerusalem as of the gods of the peoples of the earth, which are the work of men's hands. Hezekiah the king and Isaiah the prophet, the son of Amos, prayed because of this and cried to heaven. Yahweh sent an angel, who cut off all the mighty men of valor and the leaders and captains in the camp of the king of Assyria. So he returned with shame of face to his own land. When he had come into the house of his God, those who came out of his own body killed him, there with the sword. Thus Yahweh saved Hezekiah and the inhabitants of Jerusalem from the hand of Sennacherib the king of Assyria, and from the hand of all others, and guided them on every side. Many brought gifts to Yahweh to Jerusalem, and precious things to Hezekiah king of Judah, so that he was exalted in the sight of all nations from then on. In those days Hezekiah was terminally ill, and he prayed to Yahweh, and he spoke to him and gave him a sign, but Hezekiah didn't reciprocate appropriate to the benefit done for him, because his heart was lifted up. Therefore there was wrath on him and on Judah and Jerusalem. Notwithstanding, Hezekiah humbled himself for the pride of his heart, both he and the inhabitants of Jerusalem, so that Yahweh's wrath didn't come on them in the days of Hezekiah. Hezekiah had exceedingly much riches and honor. He provided himself with treasuries for silver, for gold, for precious stones, for spices, for shields, and for all kinds of valuable vessels. Also storehouses for the increase of grain, new wine, and oil, and stalls for all kinds of animal and flocks and folds. Moreover, he provided for himself cities and possessions of flocks and herds in abundance, for God had given him abundant possessions. This same Hezekiah also stopped the upper spring of the waters of Gihon and brought them straight down to the west side of David's city. Hezekiah prospered in all his works. However, concerning the ambassadors of the princes of Babylon who sent to him to inquire of the wonder that was done in the land, God left him to try him, that he might know all that was in his heart. Now the rest of the acts of Hezekiah and his good deeds, behold, they are written in the vision of Isaiah the prophet, son of Amos, in the book of the kings of Judah and Israel. Hezekiah slept with his fathers, and they buried him in the ascent of the tombs of the sons of David. All Judah and the inhabitants of Jerusalem honored him at his death. Manasseh, his son, reigned in his place. Chapter 33 Manasseh was twelve years old when he began to reign, and he reigned fifty-five years in Jerusalem. He did that which was evil in Yahweh's sight, after the abominations of the nations whom Yahweh cast out before the children of Israel. For he built again the high places which Hezekiah his father had broken down, and he raised up altars for the Baals, made Ashtoreth, and worshipped all the army of the sky, and served them. He built altars in Yahweh's house, of which Yahweh had said, My name shall be in Jerusalem forever. He built altars for all the army of the sky in the two courts of Yahweh's house. He also made his children to pass through the fire in the valley of the son of Hinnom. He practiced sorcery, divination, and witchcraft, and dealt with those who had familiar spirits and with wizards. He did much evil in Yahweh's sight to provoke him to anger. He set the engraved image of the idol which he had made in God's house, of which God said to David and to Solomon his son, In this house, and in Jerusalem, which I have chosen out of all the tribes of Israel, I will put my name forever. I will not any more remove the foot of Israel from off the land which I have appointed for your fathers, if only they will observe to do all that I have commanded them, even all the law, the statutes, and the ordinance given by Moses. Manasseh seduced Judah, and the inhabitants of Jerusalem, so that they did more evil than did the nations whom Yahweh destroyed before the children of Israel. Yahweh spoke to Manasseh and to his people, but they didn't listen. Therefore Yahweh brought on them the captains of the army of the king of Assyria, who took Manasseh in chains, bound him with fetters, and carried him to Babylon. When he was in distress, he begged Yahweh his God and humbled himself greatly before the God of his fathers. He prayed to him, And he was entreated by him and heard his supplication and brought him again to Jerusalem into his kingdom. Then Manasseh knew that Yahweh was God. Now after this, he built an outer wall to David's city on the west side of Gihon, in the valley, even to the entrance at the fish gate. He encircled Ophel with it and raised it up to a very great height, and he put valiant captains in all the fortified cities of Judah. He took away the foreign gods and the idol out of Yahweh's house, and all the altars that he had built in the mountain of Yahweh's house and in Jerusalem, and cast them out of the city. He built up Yahweh's altar, and offered sacrifices of peace offerings and of thanksgiving on it, and commanded Judah to serve Yahweh, the God of Israel. Nevertheless, the people sacrificed still in the high places, but only to Yahweh their God. Now the rest of the acts of Manasseh, and his prayer to his God, and the words of the seers who spoke to him in the name of Yahweh, the God of Israel, behold, They are written among the acts of the kings of Israel. His prayer also, and how God was entreated of him, and all his sin and his trespass, and the places in which he built high places, and set up the Asherah poles, and the engraved images, before he humbled himself, behold, they are written in the history of Hosei. So Manasseh slept with his fathers, and they buried him in his own house, and Ammon his son reigned in his place. Ammon was twenty-two years old when he began to reign, and he reigned two years in Jerusalem. He did that which was evil in Yahweh's sight, as did Manasseh his father. And Ammon sacrificed all the engraved images which Manasseh his father had made and served them. He didn't humble himself before Yahweh as Manasseh his father had humbled himself. But this same Ammon trespassed more and more. His servants conspired against him and put him to death in his own house. But the people of the land killed all those who had conspired against King Ammon. And the people of the land made Josiah his son king in his place. Chapter 34. Josiah was eight years old when he began to reign, and he reigned thirty-one years in Jerusalem. He did that which was right in Yahweh's eyes, and walked in the ways of David his father, and didn't turn away to the right hand or to the left. For in the eighth year of his reign, while he was yet young, he began to seek after the God of David his father, And in the twelfth year he began to purge Judah and Jerusalem from the high places, the Asherah poles, the engraved images, and the molten images. They broke down the altars of the Baals in his presence, and he cut down the incense altars that were on high above them. He broke the Asherah poles, the engraved images, and the molten images in pieces, made dust of them, and scattered it on the graves of those who had sacrificed to them. He burned the bones of the priests on their altars, and purged Judah and Jerusalem. He did this in the cities of Manasseh, Ephraim, and Simeon, even to Naphtali, around in their ruins. He broke down the altars, and beat the Asherah poles and the engraved images into powder, and cut down all the incense altars throughout all the land of Israel, then returned to Jerusalem. Now in the eighteenth year of his reign, when he had purged the land and the house, he sent Shaphan the son of Azaliah, and Maasaiah the governor of the city, and Joah, the son of Joahaz, the recorder, to repair the house of Yahweh his God. They came to Hilkiah the high priest, and delivered the money that was brought into God's house, which the Levites, the keepers of the threshold, had gathered from the hands of Manasseh, Ephraim, of all the remnant of Israel, of all Judah and Benjamin, and of the inhabitants of Jerusalem. They delivered it into the hands of the workmen who had the oversight of Yahweh's house, and the workmen who labored in Yahweh's house gave it, to mend and repair the house. They gave it to the carpenters and to the builders, to buy cut stone and timber for couplings, and to make beams for the houses which the kings of Judah had destroyed. The men did the work faithfully. Their overseers were Jahath and Obadiah, the Levites, of the sons of Merari, and Zechariah and Meshulam, of the sons of the Koathites, to give direction, and others of the Levites who were all skillful with musical instruments. Also they were over the bearers of burdens, and directed all who did the work in every kind of service. Of the Levites there were scribes, officials, and gatekeepers. When they brought out the money that was brought into Yahweh's house, Hilkiah the priest found the book of Yahweh's law given by Moses. Hilkiah answered Shaphan the scribe, I have found the book of the law in Yahweh's house. So Hilkiah delivered the book to Shaphan. Shaphan carried the book to the king, and moreover brought back word to the king, saying, All that was committed to your servants they are doing. They have emptied out the money that was found in Yahweh's house and have delivered it into the hand of the overseers and into the hand of the workmen. Shaphan the scribe told the king, saying, Hilkiah the priest has delivered me a book. Shaphan read from it to the king. When the king heard the words of the law, he tore his clothes. The king commanded Hilkiah, Ahikam, the son of Shaphan, Abdon the son of Micah, Shaphan the scribe, and Asaiah the king's servant, saying, Go, inquire of Yahweh for me for those who are left in Israel and in Judah, concerning the words of the book that is found. For great is Yahweh's wrath that is poured out on us, because our fathers have not kept Yahweh's word to do according to all that is written in this book. So Hilkiah, and they whom the king had commanded, went to hold of the prophetess, the wife of Shalom, the son of Tokath, the son of Hashra, keeper of the wardrobe. Now she lived in Jerusalem in the second quarter, and they spoke to her to that effect. She said to them, Yahweh the God of Israel says, Tell the men who sent you to me. Yahweh says, Behold, I will bring evil on this place and on its inhabitants, even all the curses that are written in the book, which they have read before the king of Judah, because they have forsaken me and have burned incense to other gods, that they might provoke me to anger with all the works of their hands. Therefore my wrath is poured out on this place, and it will not be quenched. But to the king of Judah, who sent you to inquire of Yahweh, you shall tell him this. Yahweh the God of Israel says, About the words which you have heard, because your heart was tender, and you humbled yourself before God, when you heard his words against this place, and against its inhabitants, and have humbled yourself before me, and have torn your clothes, and wept before me, I also have heard you, says Yahweh. Behold, I will gather you to your fathers, and you will be gathered to your grave in peace. Your eyes won't see all the evil that I will bring on this place and on its inhabitants. They brought back word to the king. Then the king sent and gathered together all the elders of Judah and Jerusalem. The king went up to Yahweh's house with all the men of Judah and the inhabitants of Jerusalem, the priests, the Levites, and all the people, both great and small. And he read in their hearing all the words of the book of the covenant that was found in Yahweh's house king stood in his place and made a covenant before Yahweh to walk after Yahweh and to keep his commandments and his testimonies and his statutes with all his heart and with all his soul to perform the words of the covenant that are written in this book. He caused all who were found in Jerusalem and Benjamin to stand. The inhabitants of Jerusalem did according to the covenant of God, the God of their fathers. Josiah took away all the abominations out of all the countries that belonged to the children of Israel and made all who were found in Israel to serve, even to serve Yahweh their God. All his days they didn't depart from following Yahweh, the God of their fathers. Chapter 35 Josiah kept a Passover to Yahweh in Jerusalem. They killed the Passover on the fourteenth day of the first month. He set the priests in their offices and encouraged them in the service of Yahweh's house. He said to the Levites who taught all Israel, who were holy to Yahweh, Put the holy ark, in the house which Solomon the son of David, king of Israel, built. It will no longer be a burden on your shoulders. Now serve Yahweh your God and his people Israel. Prepare yourselves after your father's houses by your divisions, according to the writing of David, king of Israel, and according to the writing of Solomon, his son. Stand in the holy place, according to the divisions of the father's houses, of your brothers, the children of the people, and let there be for each a portion of a father's house of the Levites kill the Passover, sanctify yourselves, and prepare for your brothers to do according to Yahweh's word by Moses. Josiah gave to the children of the people of the flock, lambs and young goats, all of them for the Passover offerings, to all who were present, to the number of thirty thousand and three thousand bulls. These were the king's substance. His princes gave for a freewill offering to the people, to the priests and to the Levites, Hilkiah. Zechariah Jehiel the rulers of God's house gave to the priests for the Passover offerings 2600 small livestock and 300 head of cattle Conaniah also and Shemaiah, and Nathanael his brothers and Hashabiah Jehiel and Josabad the chiefs of the Levites gave to the Levites for the Passover offerings 5000 small livestock and 500 head of cattle So the service was prepared and the priests stood in their place and the Levites, by their divisions, according to the king's commandment. They killed the Passover, and the priests sprinkled the blood which they received on their hand, and the Levites skinned them. They removed the burnt offerings, that they might give them, according to the divisions of the fathers' houses of the children of the people, to offer to Yahweh, as it is written in the book of Moses. They did the same with the cattle. They roasted the Passover with fire, according to the ordinance, they boiled the holy offerings in pots, in cauldrons, and in pans, and carried them quickly to all the children of the people. Afterward they prepared for themselves and for the priests, because the priests, the sons of Aaron, were busy with offering the burnt offerings and the fat until night. Therefore the Levites prepared for themselves and for the priests, the sons of Aaron. The singers, the sons of Asaph, were in their place, according to the commandment of David, Asaph, Heman, and Jeduthun, the king's seer. And the gatekeepers were at every gate. They didn't need to depart from their service because their brothers the Levites prepared for them. So all the service of Yahweh was prepared the same day, to keep the Passover and to offer burnt offerings on Yahweh's altar according to the commandment of King Josiah. The children of Israel who were present kept the Passover at that time, and the Feast of Unleavened Bread seven days. There was no Passover like that kept in Israel from the days of Samuel the prophet, Nor did any of the kings of Israel keep such a Passover as Josiah kept, with the priests, the Levites, and all Judah and Israel who were present, and the inhabitants of Jerusalem. This Passover was kept in the eighteenth year of the reign of Josiah. After all of this, when Josiah had prepared the temple, Necho, king of Egypt, went up to fight against Carchemish by the Euphrates, and Josiah went out against him. But he sent ambassadors to him, saying, What have I to do with you, you king of Judah? I come not against you today, but against the house with which I have war. God has commanded me to make haste. Beware that it is God who is with me, that he not destroy you. Nevertheless, Josiah would not turn his face from him, but disguised himself that he might fight with them, and didn't listen to the words of Necho from the mouth of God, and came to fight in the valley of Megiddo. The archers shot at King Josiah, and the king said to his servants, Take me away, because I am seriously wounded. So his servants took him out of the chariot, and put him in the second chariot that he had, and brought him to Jerusalem. And he died, and was buried in the tombs of his fathers. All Judah and Jerusalem mourned for Josiah. Jeremiah lamented for Josiah, and all the singing men and singing women spoke of Josiah in their lamentations to this day. And they made them an ordinance in Israel. Behold, they are written in the lamentations. Now the rest of the acts of Josiah and his good deeds, according to that which is written in Yahweh's law and his acts, first and last, behold, they are written in the book of the kings of Israel and Judah. Chapter 36 Then the people of the land took Jehoahaz the son of Josiah and made him king in his father's place in Jerusalem. Jehoahaz was twenty-three years old when he began to reign, and he reigned three months in Jerusalem. The king of Egypt removed him from office at Jerusalem, and find the land one hundred talents of silver and a talent of gold. The king of Egypt made Eliakim his brother king over Judah and Jerusalem, and changed his name to Jehoiakim. Nico took Joahaz his brother and carried him to Egypt. Jehoiakim was twenty-five years old when he began to reign, and he reigned eleven years in Jerusalem. He did that which was evil in Yahweh his God's sight. Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, came up against him and bound him in fetters to carry him to Babylon. Nebuchadnezzar also carried some of the vessels of Yahweh's house to Babylon, and put them in his temple at Babylon. Now the rest of the acts of Jehoiakim, and his abominations which he did, and that which was found in him, behold, they are written in the book of the kings of Israel and Judah. And Jehoiachin, his son, reigned in his place. Jehoiachin was eight years old when he began to reign, and he reigned three months and ten days in Jerusalem. He did that which was evil in Yahweh's sight, At the return of the year, King Nebuchadnezzar sent and brought him to Babylon with the valuable vessels of Yahweh's house, and made Zedekiah his brother king over Judah and Jerusalem. Zedekiah was twenty-one years old when he began to reign, and he reigned eleven years in Jerusalem. He did that which was evil in Yahweh his God's sight. He didn't humble himself before Jeremiah the prophet, speaking from Yahweh's mouth. He also rebelled against King Nebuchadnezzar, who had made him swear by God. But he stiffened his neck and hardened his heart against turning to Yahweh, the God of Israel. Moreover, all the chiefs of the priests and the people trespassed very greatly after all the abominations of the nations, and they polluted Yahweh's house which he had made holy in Jerusalem. Yahweh, the God of their fathers, sent to them by his messengers, rising up early and sending, because he had compassion on his people and on his dwelling place. But they mocked the messengers of God and despised his words and scoffed at his prophets, until Yahweh's wrath arose against his people, until there was no remedy. Therefore he brought on them the king of the Chaldeans, who killed the young men with the sword, in the house of their sanctuary, and had no compassion on young man or virgin, old man or gray-headed. He gave them all into his hand, all the vessels of God's house, great and small, and the treasures of Yahweh's house, and the treasures of the king and of his princes, all these he brought to Babylon. They burned God's house, and broke down the wall of Jerusalem, and burned all its palaces with fire, and destroyed all its valuable vessels. He carried those who had escaped from the sword away to Babylon, and they were servants to him and his sons until the reign of the kingdom of Persia, to fulfill Yahweh's word by Jeremiah's mouth, until the land had enjoyed its Sabbaths. As long as it lay desolate, it kept Sabbath to fulfill seventy years. Now, In the first year of Cyrus king of Persia, that Yahweh's word by the mouth of Jeremiah might be accomplished, Yahweh stirred up the spirit of Cyrus king of Persia, so that he made a proclamation throughout all his kingdom, and put it also in writing, saying, Cyrus king of Persia says, Yahweh the God of heaven has given all the kingdoms of the earth to me, and he has commanded me to build him a house in Jerusalem which is in Judah, Whoever there is among you of all his people, Yahweh his God be with him, and let him go up. Well, that's our reading for this week. I look forward to reading with you again next week.